Hello and welcome to the Tillage Age with me, Michael Hennessy. This is your regular update for all your tillage news and advice. Potatoes are close to everyone's heart in Ireland and Irish are known worldwide for our love of potatoes. Potatoes are the third most important crop worldwide after wheat and rice. There are over 300 million tonnes of potatoes produced each year and more than a billion people worldwide eat these potatoes. The potato industry spends a lot of money each year on research and development of potatoes and it's really important that knowledge from this investment reaches the widest audience. At the end of May, Ireland will host the World Potato Congress in the RDS in Dublin. This will attract people from as far away as America, Australia and across Africa and Asia. The Congress organisation is spearheaded by Liam Glennon of the Irish Potato Federation and also Dennis Griffin from Chagas. So gentlemen, you're both very welcome to the podcast. Liam, I really appreciate your time today as you must be very busy putting the final touches to the WPC. But can I ask you first, you might just give me some details as regards the WPC when it's on and also a little background as to why the Congress has been held in Ireland this year. The Congress dates are uh, Monday the 30th of May to Thursday the 2nd of June. And the venue is the RDS, a venue, of course, which is a long history and a long tradition of being associated with agriculture. WPC Inc., if you're not the owner of the World Potato Congress event, were looking for a country or an organisation to host the event in, in 2021. So uh, very, very quickly, um, we took a look at this and we put together a, a an organizing committee. I think you may have been at the very, very first meeting yourself. Uh, basically, the committee consisted of uh, IPF members, department, board BIA, Chagas, Falcha, uh, some commercial uh, companies as well. And uh, I think we held our very, very first meeting on this in 2017, early 2017. And I think when we were about five minutes into the discussion, five minutes into the conversation, when it became very clear was like, why, you know, if ever an event was tailor-made to be held in Ireland, this was it. And I, I think that strong feeling was there among all the committee members uh, from the beginning, because, um, you know, the, you know, our history of the potato, uh, you know, the, the, the collapse of the potato in 1845, massive emigration thereafter, and um, um, the... Uh, you know, the effect on the history and social demographics of, of many, many other countries. Um, I mean, one statistic that always amazes me, just going back into the past for, for a little and, and linking with the present, is the current, current president of the US, uh, President Biden, is the 46th president. Uh, exactly half of all the US presidents, 23, have been, have Irish ancestry. And again, to come, come to the present incumbent, both on the maternal side and on the patern uh, maternal and paternal side, he can trace his ancestry back to Ireland. And when you go back into a lot of ancestry, particularly US ancestry, if it doesn't actually begin around the, the, the uh, mid 1840s, usually uh, shortly thereafter, and um, many, many families, of course, can trace their, their, their uh, roots back to the massive uh, emigration. If it wasn't caused by the famine, well, well it certainly was accelerated. Certainly a huge, strong connection, uh, being for sure. And Liam, in, in the process of, of um, applying for the uh, Congress to come to Ireland, did they just give it to us or was that a, a competitive type scenario where we had to really show our wares, so to speak? 
Indeed, Michael. Yeah, again, to come back to the, the committee, um, first of all, the committee the members themselves. I've never been uh, involved in a project where I think about so much, uh, so much enthusiasm, enthusiasm and, and all of the members on the committee wore the green jersey and really put their shoulders to, to the wheel um, on this project. No, it certainly wasn't handed to us uh, on a plate. We had to come against other countries to, to host the event uh, and in the end I think it was whittled down to three countries ourselves Australia and the Netherlands and we uh, fortunately we put together a good enough bid application uh, which was fairly rigorous it involved a physical inspection by three or four WPC Inc members coming to Ireland uh, they met the committee of course went and looked at the venue they had a look at Dublin from the point of view and Ireland of, of access and fairly rigorous procedure but uh, I'm very glad to say I think Due to the work of an, an input of the hardworking committee, uh, Ireland uh, was was the winner of, of that competition. I, I suppose, in in the fact that it is a World Potato Congress, like it's not it's not it's not a local type scenario. In terms of the uh, and, and and with that in mind, I suppose, in terms of the focus of the Congress, is there, if you like, a big lofty world goal in it, or is it a bit more specific to maybe, maybe more something this decided world? Well, first of all, really, the the objective of the event is to bring the global potato community together. Uh, it was a triennial event, but after the Irish event, it's going to be biennial. Biennial. So basically, it's a platform for the global potato community, and by the potato community, we mean anybody in the potato uh, supply chain, whether producer, wholesaler, trader, merchant, seed uh, seller, or you know all the links of the supply chain is to create a network and a platform for them to to uh, meet. But um, again, we chose each event, each congress has a theme and we chose as our team and, and, and this was again in, in early 2017 our theme was the changing world of the potato and of course little did we know just by how much the world was going to change since you know two global seismic events the pandemic and the, and the war in Ukraine and, and all the implications uh, arising from those um, so that that's kind of the that the main focus of it was of, it was I suppose Liam it certainly is a changing world in the sense of um, it had to be postponed for a year um, with the, with the pandemic as it was so it's so exactly, exactly. twenty one to twenty two in the first for, first stage but can I just ask you because you mentioned that it is the world community coming together of of potatoes in terms of the overall focus because um, some of these conferences can often be a bit um, how to put it very you know, in-depth in terms of their scientific rigor and scientific papers being being um, being being put out, whereas others may well be a little bit more focused towards a commercial area. What's the focus or is there a bit of mix of both in, in this Congress? The emphasis is on business. Uh, it's on the market. Uh, where's the growth? Where's the opportunities? Uh, I mean, at the end of the day, whether you're a producer or a wholesaler or trader or whatever, Whatever, wherever you are in the supply chain, the emphasis will be on business. What's happening in the marketplace? What's driving the market? I mean, everybody has to succeed uh, at the business end of it. But we think there's still a good mix of, of, of the other other topics. So plenty, plenty of commercial stuff, but certainly um, 
a good scientific focus nonetheless. Exactly. Okay. Dennis, I might just bring you in here for a second. And, and uh, given the fact that it is the World Potato Conference or Congress, um, in terms of, you know, it is a very high profile uh, type, type scenario. Who's opening the event? Do we have any big names coming to, 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 to kick it off? Well, it's amazing uh, the, the, the level and the number of people that are actually coming to this conference. Uh, uh, our own Minister for Agriculture uh, will, will, will be present at the opening address, along with members of the, the, the WPC and the Irish Potato Federation, uh, Michael High and Romain Cools, and Liam himself, of course. But um, the uh, European Commissioner for Agriculture will be giving an address on uh, the European Green Deal. And I think what's a, a major um, boost for the conference, uh, the Director General of the FAO, uh, Kyu Dong Yu, will be opening the, the conference. And he's actually, um, the FAO is one of 17 um, offshoots of the United Nations and they're tasked with, um, you know, uh, combating, uh, promoting agriculture and combating hunger in developing countries. And Kyu Dong Yu himself is a, is a, was a potato scientist or is a potato scientist and was involved with the last World Potato Congress in, in, in China. So it's, 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 um, it's a huge boost for the event to be getting somebody at that level, uh, 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 one of the UN, uh, a DG of the UN agency to come. And I think his um, opening will really focus on the positioning of potato globally. I mean, we've seen in many developing countries or in, 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 in developed countries that, you know, potato uh, has, has stabilized or for a number of years has been reducing um, but largely in, in um, developing countries, there's huge interest in the potato to, uh, to promote food security. And, uh, you know, with plant-based diets and what not going, what not going forwards, I think we're going to see a, a resurgence of, of, of that in, 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 in the developed world as well. So I think that could be a very interesting uh, session. Also, um, the chairman of the Polish Potato Federation is, is, is speaking at the opening session, and he's going to talk about how... Poland will help to reconstruct the Ukrainian potato industry. So I think that's very, very topical at the moment. And in the context of, 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 of what's going on in the Ukraine, very important going forwards that, that they have helped to, to rebuild their industry. And just when you mentioned that uh, Ukraine and all the other supply chain issues that, that, that are out there at the moment, and it's, I suppose it's not necessarily just potatoes, it's wheat and other food challenges out there, Dennis. Is the WPC, will it be talking exclusively about potatoes? I know potatoes are in, in, in it. To a degree, but um, will other elements of the general food supply be to be discussed? Because I suppose there's huge pressure coming on food, I think, and it'll probably be even more acute by the time we get to the middle of summer. You know, it is a potato conference, so I would say that 90% of the, the papers have potato at their team, but there are a number of talks uh, uh, which, which will cover other areas. Tara McCarthy uh, will be uh, involved in the opening of this programme as well, but she'll, she'll be talking about Ireland's legacy as a food island and, and, and how... Irish agriculture is 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 um, producing green, sustainable food. Um, there's one very interesting talk, which I think, which is by Mike McLaughlin, who is from the University of Adelaide, who's going to talk about fertilizer sustainability in the future. And I think at the moment, um, you know, fertilizer is one of the key input costs. We've seen massive price rises in that area. And I think it's uh, it's the topic that's on every every producers and every in, everybody in industry is wondering what, where will fertilizer be in a year's time, and Mike is going to talk about um, nitrogen, phosphorus, and to a lesser extent potash, but about some of the new technologies involved in uh, production of that and global stocks of pea, um, you know how to get the maximum out of 
your 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 fertilizers and well that will have a potato focus it's certainly going to be um it's certainly going to be relevant to all other crops uh i think that many of the other talks that are there at the moment you know there's a lot of talks from some of the chemical companies who are talking about sustainability and their product development and while the focus on those will certainly be on 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 potato i think that will be equally relevant to other crops particularly horticultural crops Liam, in terms of the WPC, how much choice will the delegates have at the sessions at the RDS? Early on, we agreed that there were five key pillar topics, and those would be business, health and nutrition, innovation, sustainability, and development. Now, we think it's a good mix, and it's a nice balance, and it's without the overemphasis on any one of them. But if you take the very first one I mentioned, for example, whether you're, you know, a producer in Ethiopia, uh, you know, with a half hectare or a hectare, or you're a 150-acre producer in Ireland or a thousand acres in Cambridgeshire or whatever, no, I mean, no matter where you grow or, or what link you are in the supply chain, I mean, everybody everybody is in it for the business at the end of the day if, if you know if, you, if you're not going to be successful in business well you're just not going you're not going to be there so that's of interest to everybody um health and nutrition then you know again we think the potato uh, as a source of good wholesome nutrition uh, highly underrated and we don't think the message really is out there strongly enough so we see the event as a great platform to put out a good healthy message uh, on the nutritional uh, qualities of the potato innovation will be discussed the latest in technology and so on sustainability um, again, going back to 2017, yes, sustain, sustainability was, was reasonably prominent, but in the last year or two, I think it's really rocketed to the top, uh, really to the forefront now. And this was evidenced by, you know, we have some international companies, uh, representatives co coming on, uh, coming to the event to speak. And the first thing they all want to talk about is their sustainability credentials. So I think that shows you, you know, what, what the market is thinking out there as well. And then uh, the last item would be the development. Um, you know, the power, the power and the potential of the potato to help alleviate famine and poverty in, in development, developing countries. And this will be. So look, we think there's a good mix for everybody there and it's nicely balanced. And, and I must say, early international reaction uh, from people who have seen the programme, yeah, they think that they're, they're very pleased with it. They think there's something in it for everybody. Sustainability is, is, is kind of a, it's a major I suppose, focal point or topic for not just governments, but businesses. How much of the conference or how many of the, the, the talks are going to touch on that? Or, or will a lot of them touch on it anyway? I, I, I think you've hit the nail on the head there, Michael. I think a lot of them are going to touch on it now anyway. I mean, even several of the of the plenary speakers will touch. Xu Dongyu, the Director General of the FAO, for, for sure. Uh, there's a Martin Crop from CGIAR. Um, as I said, several uh, of the big companies um, uh, will be talking about sustainability. And I think all just goes to show that this is all in the context of the consumer out there now the green consumer of your life if you like you know when they're making that decision to buy a product you know many of them of course are asking themselves 
is how is what I'm buying going to affect the planet? Is it you know is it going to be is it going to harm or or, or hurt the environment or any way and and so on and so on? But a huge, huge, um, huge, huge area. And I mean, there are uh, I think at least two sessions specifically on sustainability. But I think many other speakers will will deal with it uh, in passing as well. Okay, Dennis, can I just bring you back in? Obviously, you're a um, a sea breeder uh, or, or potato breeder here in Oak Park. Um, there are a number of sessions, I think, on sea production. Um, and, and maybe is there any of those that you think in particular are insightful into that particular industry or or, or excitement of, of new techniques that are coming to the fore that would, I suppose, elevate potatoes to an even higher status? Well, there is one or two uh, talks on seed production. Uh, one of the, in, in the business session, the CEO of HZPC will be talking about the challenges and opportunities facing the global seed potato industry. And I suppose most of the seed uh, in, 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 um, produced in Europe is exported to, uh, you know, East Asia, North Africa, Southern Europe because of the climate and some of the challenges that that, that are faced there. I mean, shipping is going to be a big issue uh, going forwards. Uh, virus uh, uh, um, uh, pressure on seed production in Northwestern Europe is a major issue. Uh, there is a talk from Christophe Lacombe from SASA who's going to talk about the economically important diseases of virus and, and, and control strategies for that. Um, there's a session on plant health, which will, you know, which is part of that, which will discuss, you know, some emerging uh, pathogens, uh, fungal pathogens, and, and and bacterial pathogens that may be may be an issue as well. In the seed session itself, there is one talk about uh, seed production in Africa, how um, uh, tissue culture and uh, rapid multiplication schemes can can help with that. And also uh, some new technology that was developed in Ireland uh, jointly between Chagask and the Tyndall Institute, which is uh, a novel handheld by a sensor for PVY, uh, will, will, will be spoken about. Uh, in terms of other areas regarding seed production and, and breeding, um, Dan Milburn from Chagask will be outlining some of the new techniques that are in, available in breeding, be it mark-rated selection, genomic selection, and a little bit maybe of an overview of uh, hybrid seed potato breeding. We've also um, Ardivo, Salinta, and a Chinese speaker who are going to talk about the production of hybrid seed potatoes. And one of those talks will focus on how true seed might be used for propagation in the future. So there's a huge amount of information there on both breeding and seed production. Certainly a lot of the new technologies coming to the fore there and, and, and maybe to be put on top of existing uh, production methods certainly can lift it a good bit. And I think if you take that one step, just coming back to maybe what Liam said, many of those talks, they're not aimed um, uh, purely at the scientists, but they're aimed about where this technology will impact on businesses in the future and how close that technology will be about coming to market and what the future varieties will look like and how you know specific disease resistances that are brought in will help businesses and growers going forward. So I think there's a, there's a very strong um, market and business focus to many of those talks as well. Okay, I, I I would think that there's um there's no holding you back from from you attending all of the seed production, uh talks that are going to be at it. But Dennis, is there any other one or two talks that you are particularly looking forward to that you think is going to, you know, if if it was doing nothing else, I'm definitely going to go to those talks. 
Well, one of the things is that there's a lot of choice in, in this. I mean, there are plenary sessions where everybody will be in attendance, business sections where people will have a choice to go to a technical, a more technical or a more business orientated one. Um, I think um, there's a couple of talks about sustainability, which are going to be very, very interesting in terms of where the business is going in the future. Um, there are some really, really interesting talks in the innovation session there. Uh, Grimmy are going to be talking about the future of their machinery uh, going forwards. John Deere are giving a talk on, on, on some of their precision spraying. So for anyone who has wheels disease like I do and loves their tractors, there'll be, there'll be plenty to hear there as well. So I'm mean, taking it from that then, that, that that's more, more than the one that you particularly want to go to, is it? I might have to leave some of the breeding sessions to go on some of the machinery sessions. Yeah. <laughs> I, I might have to concede to that on the day. There's plenty of heavy metal disease in the potato industry in furnace. Um, Lee, maybe you're not quite in that uh, particular um, uh, category of people. Is there any one or two talks that you are particularly looking forward to going to? Well, as Dennis said, I, I think there's many, many, many uh, super uh, topics and super uh, presenters there. But if I was backed into the corner, into a corner, I think the one that I would choose, um, and, and I think it's a great, great title, uh, and it's intriguing straight away, and it's, it's, it's a, a plenary presentation by a chap called Jason Davenport from the US. And the title of the uh, presentation is no risk, no reward. Uh, and I had the pleasure of meeting him briefly at a potato event in Belgium before last Christmas. Uh, he's an agronomist, but he's a, clearly a great marketeer he, he, uh, as well. Uh, he produces his own seed. He produces his own ware. He produces um, potatoes for prepacking, for um, the catering market. He actually ships, ships, uh, containers of frying potatoes for frying in fresh uh, chip shops. He ships them across the Pacific uh, from the West Coast uh, to chip uh, to chip shops and the like in Asia, who will uh, turn them into um, uh, chips. Uh, and and uh, as I say, just find him intriguing, full of uh, get up and go, a dynamic young man. And uh, the subtitle of his presentation is "Potatoes in a World." Uh, turned upside down. Very good. You mentioned earlier, if I can go back to it, um, you mentioned a little bit earlier on there about the, um, other than the, I suppose, the conference itself where, where people are sitting there and listening to talks and that kind of thing. Is there other elements to the WPC as well? Yeah, running in parallel concurrently with the uh, with the, the talks and the presentations, uh, there's a trade exhibition uh, going on as well. And over 60 exhibitors uh, will be involved in this exhibit. Uh, a good mix of Irish and international. Uh, all the major um, people in the, in the uh, potato world will be there. All the major companies and um, all with, uh, you know, various messages to put out and, and, and products and services to sell and so on. But, but it's a go-to place for any, anybody who's any interest in the potato trade uh, service um, side of things and, and the organisations, professional uh, business and state agencies, uh, they'll all be there. Okay, and there's a number of technical tours, uh, I think, Liam, as well, on the Thursday, is there? 
That's right. There's um, technical tours to uh, many uh, you know, uh, people of the, the major uh, growers and and uh, companies in in the potato business here. Uh, some examples: there's a visit to, to the farm of Michael and Geraldine Howey uh, on the Thursday. There's a visit to Sam Dennigan and Company, Meat Potato Company, uh, some O'Shea's in, in in Kilkenny, and I think uh, to. Uh, Chagask as well, uh, uh, John Town uh, Castle on, on the Thursday. So it's a good mix uh, of, of uh, in there of companies to go to. And also there will be some to social tours in built life to uh, distilleries and castles and so on, just to mix up. And finally, finally, at the end of the, uh, the day, they will all meet together in Bloom at the Bloom event. Oh, very good. Okay. Can people still book a place at the Congress? They can, Michael, yes. They can go onto the uh, Congress website itself to, to register for the full Congress. And the address for that is wbc2022ireland.com. That's the Congress website for the full, for the full Congress attendance. Uh, if a person wants to just attend for a day or two, he can do so by sending an email to registration at wbc2022ireland.com. I'll give you that again. Registration at WPC2022Ireland.com and uh, you'll probably be putting that up on, on the website uh, in any case, Mike. I certainly will. Absolutely, mm -hmm. yeah. And I presume people can get more information, all the information in terms of all the various different talks and sessions and everything that we talked about on, on the website. You might just give us the website address again. wpc 2022 Ireland.com, and all the full programme uh, of events and tours and speakers and presentations on all all now on the website that's fantastic Liam. thanks very much for that and thanks very much dennis as well it's a great preview of the congress which is coming up and, and i for one i'm definitely going i'm really looking forward to it thanks gentlemen thanks michael so that's all we've time for and my thanks to Liam and dennis for joining me on the podcast don't forget if you enjoyed the podcast and recommend it to a friend or colleague and as always rate review and follow on apple podcast or spotify so you never miss an episode and for more information, go to chargis.ie. I'm Michael Hennessy. Thanks for listening. I'll be back next week with more tillage news and advice.